Welcome to the Pitch Podcast, where entrepreneurs and cutting edge companies come to tell us about the products they're making, the ideas they're spending time on, and the problems they're solving. Here's your host, Warren Spiewak. Welcome to the Oil and Gas Pitch Podcast. You know, a lot of times we speak directly to the oil and gas industry, but when it comes to like ESG, that social part where you really find out what kind of giving back can happen within our industry, and then you take that further to our vendors, our friends, the people that are in our network that have companies that they do a lot of good things, whether it's volunteering or raising money for charities that really matter. Today's episode is going to be super informative in how you can track this, how you can really do a whole lot through a platform called Uncommon Giving. And I'm so excited to have the founder and CEO, Andy Howell, with me. How are you today, Andy? Doing great, Warren. It's great to be here. You know, something about your product is, I don't know if product, service, what we want to call it. It's a platform. I want to say that on one hand, companies find this extremely valuable But at the same note, just any individual that's working somewhere and they know that they've got this passion for a certain charity or something means a lot to them, what a great way that you've created where companies and comrades of these organizations can get together and not just add new not-for-profits to the platform and really support them, but also kind of create camaraderie amongst teams where people are able to really work together for things that really matter. Am I getting this right? You know, I'm really interested to dive into this and go into what Uncommon Giving is and how it's helping organizations. Well, I think you're right on it. You know, we think of what we offer as a social impact technology platform for really organizations of all sizes, but corporations. And what it provides them is kind of a modern framework to deploy a social impact program that is really meant for employee engagement. So something valuable to your employees and team members in terms of charitable giving. So choice, something that really resonates with them that they want to give to or volunteering. So things they want to do together with their teammates in the community to make an impact kind of under the context of work, but it's not work. It's a little bit more fulfilling. And there's a lot of neuroscience around that that we can talk about why that would be beneficial to individuals to experience the gift of giving. But because there's neuroscience to it and because it's so powerful for people to have that experience, if it's done in the context of work, it also has all these great benefits that I think employers are looking for, you know, alignment with corporate values, affinity for the workplace, morale, job satisfaction, productivity, all the things that come with that. And then if you are the administrator of a, of a program at a company and you're trying to think about results, we just give you the ability to measure those. So things like participation, impact just long-term sustainability and success of the program. So if you're thinking about ESG or purpose and profits, if you're thinking about employee engagement, just a really unique, authentic sort of benefit or perk that you can deliver to employees, this kind of matches all those activities into one program. And then of course, as you know, the beneficiaries of the program are the nonprofits. And so you're making community impact at the same time. And what I love about what I've learned so far about what you're doing is that, sure, you could be a gigantic company and this could be a solution, but you could be a small time, you know, you got four or five employees, you guys do community outreach, you're doing it in some cases financially, in some cases you're doing it with your time, right? And that's kind of a whole nother part of what I'm excited to dive into, but anyone could really 
learn more about this and really bring it to the table to support what they care about? Well, that's for sure. And we, as a cultural ethos, as a go-to-market strategy, we've always said, we just want to make it extremely cost-effective. So for us, there's no real change management to a company to deploy a system like Uncommon. It's effectively self-service. It's relatively inexpensive for the benefit and the ROI you achieve. And so, you know, like we were talking about, there are different personas, different users. There are some that have, you know, maybe larger organizations that actually have a person who's tasked with administering what would be thought of in the industry as a CSR program, a corporate social responsibility program. Maybe there's a business need to talk about ESGs and think about that. And then there are other companies that just in their core values, giving back to the community, being a good corporate citizen, you know, those are just instilled in their culture from the foundation. They're doing some corporate giving. We know that individuals in the U.S. are extremely charitable. It's almost a truism that the employees, the team that you recruit finds value in giving back. There's a bunch of stats we can talk about, but the survey data says 74% of employees surveyed say it's an imperative for a company where they work to support their giving, their personally giving and volunteering initiatives. So, you know, there's just a lot of reasons to do it. We just try to make it easier for companies to do that. We can talk about what the platform does from the standpoint of automating all of that activity so that it's just easy to administer. But a value that you provide your employees is choice. And kind of the legacy way that companies did this is maybe they picked a cause that was important to them. Maybe I shouldn't call it legacy because it's still really important, but companies generally have something that they stand for. Maybe they picked a charity or a cause and they kind of fundraise around that. Maybe at a point in time of the year, they rally their employees to give to that cause. And and I could never say that's a bad thing because maybe it's part of the whole culture of the company. But if you can add to that employee choice and then maybe figure out a way to support that employee choice through some cool funding mechanisms that we have in the platform, then you're giving your employees something that's actually personally impactful to them. And your corporate cause may just not be as resonant to them. So if you can give that choice directly to the employee and let them impact something that's personal to them, you're going to get that benefit back in terms of loyalty to the employer. And then we have some ways that you can do some of the more traditional things like match their gifts. I mean, what a great statement the company's making when they say to an employee, we care about what you care about. So when you give your money, we're going to match that donation to that cause. So whatever you gave to them is maybe double what you thought you were giving to them. Or the same with volunteering, which is a, sorry about that word. It's like some people have time and some people have money, but you want to include everybody in this sort of benefit of giving back. So Companies will even match volunteer hours the same way they match dollars. And that's a really inclusive way to do it. I would think all of us, you know, you try to imagine this. You imagine, yes, you could work for a company that, let's just say they have their annual golf tournament or whatever it is that benefits a certain charity that's important to the organization. What you're saying is, is that if I, as let's say an employee, or even if I'm in the leadership, if there's something else that I do that I like to support, whether it's with time or money, that this gives me a chance to go in and identify what that charity is, add some content to it, meaning like kind of create a profile for that charity so people can understand what it is, kind of research it a little bit for themselves. But on top of that, now what I'm able to do, and, and I think with you, because we were together for just a moment, I had you look up Casas Por Cristo, which is, just happens to be an organization that I've been able to go out on these mission trips and experience. And I was thinking, how cool would it be if that was in your, I don't know if I should call it database or platform, but there it was. And you made an interesting comment to me, which was, 
wow, Warren, like, look at this. You know, here it is. I'm looking up their profile. Somebody took the time to put in these pictures, give these descriptions, add this content to it. It tells that in itself tells a story that somewhere on this platform of uncommon giving, someone has really like whether it's on the not for profit side or on the side of who of those volunteers or those people raising funds have taken the time to really connect those. And that can happen with anyone's organization that they want to support. Meaning if you're big into a certain type of cancer fund that you are not fund, but organization that really does something great for a certain type of cancer, you could literally have uncommon giving. And now you cannot just share what you do with them. Like, again, go ahead and log, you know, maybe that Saturday that you were there for eight hours and share it with your team, but also be able to track financially what you give. Potentially, if your company is willing to say, hey, everybody, we want to give $20 to your favorite charity, this software or this platform is the way they can do that and it keeps it clean and organized. Yep, that's really well stated. And maybe this is a good time to talk just sort of broadly about the way the platform lays out. So as an employee or a donor or giver, but in the context of employment, that individual is going to receive basically what we call a giving wallet. So it's sort of a Venmo-like experience to make their donations or to log their volunteer hours. It's all available on a mobile app. Everything you can do on the web app, you can do on the mobile app. Basically, we pull in the entire IRS business master file. So every nonprofit in the United States that's in good standing is available to those donors to search and find out publicly available information about them. There are also some global giving opportunities in there for those that want to donate to international organizations. They're going to be able to search those, find those, give to them straight over the platform. And then all of that history is maintained in the wallet. So you always, you have a cool impact visual that shows the impact that you've made across the globe, where the organizations are from a volunteering or giving um, perspective. And as I mentioned, when you go volunteer somewhere, you just take your phone out, take some pictures, post some photos, you know, that all goes into your history. Tell your story about what you did that was so impactful. Maybe you did it with a team at work. Maybe it was like a skills-based volunteer opportunity. So you're an accountant at the company and you got to go do bookkeeping for a nonprofit that really resonated with you. And you put those hours in there and you get to keep that history. The other side is the administrator. So the corporation, all that information, not the personal giving aspect, but the volunteering and so forth and the dollars that go through the platform all come into the administrator. So they can sort of formulate their story. They can find out the cause areas that are resonant with their employees. So maybe back to your original idea, like some of the causes that the company stands for, maybe they'll draw some insights about what the employee base cares about and they can tailor that to that, but it really helps them tell their story. And then those little tools and tactics that you were already sort of mentioning. And I mentioned a little bit, like if you wanted to match the donation, if you make that available to an employee and the employee goes and makes a donation, they just get a box that says, your company matches the donation. Do you want to accept that? You just click it and you get it. So you get high participation. We know a lot of companies offer matching, but not a lot of employees are willing to go through the effort to do it the old manual way. And then some neat things that companies do in that regard is they'll, when they launch their program or when someone joins the company, you know, they get this email from the platform that says, welcome to Uncommon Giving. You have $100 in your account. Go give it to something that you wow. care about. So they'll see the wallets. It's a really neat thing. And then we have all kinds of things that people think of. So employees will wake up on Valentine's Day and they'll get this email that says, cha-ching, you've got $50 in your wallet. Go give it to a, a nonprofit that you care about as part of our Spread the Love campaign on Valentine's Day. And then they have a conversation about what they gave to, why it was important to them, what the mission was, the organization, and they tell their personal story. And then just to hit it really quickly, the other side of the platform, which you were mentioning is the nonprofit side. 
So nonprofits go in and they kind of, we call it claim your profile. So you're going to be in the database, but you can augment it by adding some information, what programs you're running, what might be resonant to some of the donors. So you can add a lot more information, but more importantly is you get really reports out of the Uncommon platform. So you can see who's volunteering for your organization. You can see who's donating to your organization. If the donor wants you to, if the donor marks it anonymous, then you aren't going to see that. But if the donor wants to know, wants you to know what they gave, why they gave, if they gave it in memory of someone or in tribute to someone, they can say all that in the platform. And then you get that report and you can take that information and put it into your donor management system and add new donors. I just can't help but think to myself, how many times do we have coworkers that might be dealing with something personally that we don't know about, or they've been through something? And all of us have those stories that we know someone who might've overcame cancer or overcame something really tough. Two things that I just have to mention, because I think it's great about what you've built here. One is, from an organization standpoint, if you're an individual and you work for a company and they have uncommon giving, let's say you worked there for three years, let's say. And it brings me to a memory of where I think back like in 2006 or something, someone introduced me to this organization where we went to a gymnasium and we helped autistic kids learn to ride a bicycle with these special bicycles. I don't even remember the name of the organization. But to think that if they had this platform back then, how cool would it be to know that even if I left that company and I'm not working there anymore, it's in this database where that company and the other people that worked in that kind of donation of time and service, that it could continue, that they could go like, oh, wow, this is a neat thing that we could really do, or this is an organization we've seen us support in the past. Because what you've created is kind of a social media kind of part to this, where your coworkers, people who are kind of connected in the company even if they're not in your same city, are able to see what these organizations are and even potentially read your posts or hear your story of why you're supporting it. Yeah, it's so true. And just to that point, you can, if you want to, at the point of donation, you can share it. You just click the button and go out and you can share what you did if you want the world to know or you want to tell that story. You made me think of a couple of things that people do in the platform from that sort of team approach. And this would just be if the company wanted to enable it, but you can do it. So we do have this concept of peer-to-peer giving. So people will set up, again, I think in some ways you have to get your company's approval to use the platform that way. Maybe not. Maybe everybody just says power to the people and do what you want. But you say you're running a marathon for a certain cause and you want to invite team members to sponsor you. You can set up that campaign in the platform and they'll get the ask and then they can see how the tracking is going and then they can ultimately get the reward of the uh, disbursement. Which I'm going to interrupt you because I want to say this really is an important feature because think about this, going back to just my personal experience with Costas Porcristo. That is like a seven-day trip to the Dominican Republic. So you had some people who really loved the organization but didn't have the ability to leave their cats and dogs at home. And, you know, they have grandkids that they just cannot separate from for one reason or the other. And then you have people, and for those people, they might say, oh, can I just give something? Like, can I help somebody else get there? And maybe they'll just want to donate $1,000 for someone else's spouse to be able to go, right? And so with something like that, and I'm just using this as an example, you could have a company with 150 employees where 20 are actually going to go and do the time, whereas maybe those other 130 are saying, can we just give something to help you know make this work? Can we buy mattresses for all of the people you're meeting there or shoes or there's just so many ways to contribute and your platform doesn't leave anyone behind. It basically is saying it's time or money or both, but at least you have that choice. And it isn't so much about like, hey, look at me, what because you could easily just 
support something quietly, but all of it's optional. They're like, everything is up to the user. They're in the driver's seat. Well, you said it better than I. I mean, that is a personal story that resonates completely. And it is, as you point out, like it's really trying to make options available to people to make the impact that they want to make. And as you point out, some people have time, circumstances may make them not be able to participate in something that would they would really, really be motivated by doing. So there's a lot of vehicles to do that. You made me think of another use case that we see quite a bit, and it kind of goes back to the corporate sponsored kind of campaign idea. And so what happens in companies when something happens in a community? So it could be a bad thing. It could be a disaster, or it could be something that happened to teammates at the company and the grassroots looks at the company management and says, hey, what are we doing about this? We want to make an impact. You can basically organize these campaigns for that event and then pick the recipient charities that you want to benefit from that fundraising or volunteering event and then promote it in the company and let people give to it. And if you pick the, I think you can pick up to 15 recipient charities for a particular campaign. We'll just divide it up the way you tell us to and disperse it out to those charities for you. So you can serve something up rather quickly if you feel like there's something event-based that happened that your employees want to impact. And we have some employee relief organizations that have actually figured out how to make that into a 501c3. And then they can do the dispersing so that it can actually benefit, just make it up. There was a fire somewhere and mm-hmm. we just knew someone. And so we can promote that on the platform and allow people to donate to that in a charitable way. So just all kinds of outreach. People come up with great ideas on how to, you know, especially when you get the, really into the culture and you involve more people in it. So it's kind of co-managed by the employees, so to speak. I always think co-ownership and co-management equals greater engagement, but kind of becomes part of the culture of generosity. Yeah, you know, I can't help but just, again, speaking personally, there's so many charities that I've been exposed to because sometimes when people are affected by something and they know that a little bit of money and knowledge can help the world, they go into a serious mission to like help solve the problem, right? Another organization that I'm thinking about, I'm actually going to get to a question on this one. But it's like, there's another organization that one of my friends started, and it's called MOHA. It's Mothers of Held Angels. It's when people experience death at the point of birth, right? Like where they've lost a child right there in the delivery room, which is extremely traumatic. But my friend, Brittany, what she did was her and a couple of her friends that have all had this absolute loss that was in common with themselves they launched this organization that's a not-for-profit. They do a lot of work with hospitals and anyone who's lost a child can reach out to them. And I have to ask you this. So when it comes to those companies that have potentially donated auction items for their fundraiser or who have personally made donations and they may be entrepreneurs or they're parts of companies that could really do something bigger, can a not-for-profit reach out to you and share this capability with their network? Yeah, we absolutely love that. And that happens quite a bit. You know, I don't want to be presumptuous and speak for the nonprofit community as a whole, but nonprofits do like being part of our platform and our network. They get access to a lot of donors that they wouldn't otherwise get access to because of the broad search capabilities and interests of such a diverse audience. And so, you know, there is a bit of a network effect and we really love that when nonprofits, there's all kinds of context of it. There might be nonprofit and corporate partnerships. So, Local communities have sort of worked together to set up volunteer events or giving opportunities for that particular cause. And so they'll refer the employer to Uncommon Giving and say, hey, turn on this platform and we'd love to have the ability to promote our cause to your employee base or you know, whatever, however it works out there. But we would absolutely welcome our nonprofit community to 
introduce us to businesses around the country. So I want to ask you to do this. You know, this is obviously an audio format, but I would love to give a visual to the listener of what the platform's like. You know, there's parts of it that I saw that seem very Facebook-like in a way, but it was definitely an internal kind of audience that it was allowing just for that private company. Can you just talk about visually what people would see if they had it, if they had access to it, and just how that works? Yeah, so it's really, we tried to design it in very easy to use. So it has a very modern UI. We always get compliments on that. You know, when you log in, you're going to have effectively the navigation of the site is all going to be on the left side and persistent. And you're going to have at the top, you're going to have impact. And so if you ever want to click on impact and see all the causes that you've impacted, all the nonprofits you've impacted, where they are around the globe, a little history of your giving and volunteering and maybe just some analytics on the types of orgs you've given to the, you know, whether it's pet related or health related, or, you know, it gives you that. And then you're going to have a dashboard that's going to show you all of the volunteer hours you're giving. It has some very sort of practical things like you can export that if you wanted to give it to your accountant for tax purposes, you, know, you have access to that. You can date filter and provide all that information. And then we do basically a giving history and a volunteering history in two separate tabs. We have the dashboard that has it all. But in the giving history, you're going to see all of the history of your giving, where it's gone. People have recurring donations set up in there. So it's going to denote that. It's going to show you the ones where maybe your employer matched it. And of course, we mentioned earlier, generally people like to put in the time that they spent volunteering. Maybe their company would ask them to do that too, because the company wants to bubble up and say something really cool like, at the end of the year, our employees were so generous, they gave blank hours to blank nonprofits in the community and maybe post some pictures and tell some stories. Because people put in, when they log their hours, they say, you know, we got to go build bikes for low-income children in Title I schools. And we did that with our coworkers. And it was amazingly impactful. And so you get these insights into what resonates with people. And then they'll post some photos. And so again, kind of got out of the user UI, but I got into the corporate UI there, but it's important for them as well. And then of course, as I mentioned, you're going to have that search capability where if you really want to go out and find nonprofits, either by cause, or if you're looking for a a fund where we've curated some nonprofits that maybe benefit homelessness or, you know, some other cause like that, you can do that. So it gives you a wide array of choice. And sometimes it's fun to poke around like that. And then a cool thing that we think is pretty engaging and people seem to like is you can favorite the causes that you care about. And then you get this generosity feed in your experience that you know just follows over social. So you're going to get a constant real-time updates from these organizations. And that's feeding in from their like Facebook and Twitter yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. It's pulling from the nonprofits uh, social feeds. That's incredible. And I do want to uh, not forget this because I know we're, this is so great. And to me, it's just feel like we could easily go like an hour just on the reason why this makes such an impact. But let's talk about like these HR directors, these entrepreneurs that they might incentivize people to do their community outreach. You know, I remember working for Coca-Cola and that was something that was important monthly. Like, what did you do? And I loved that. For these HR directors, people that actually have a reason to kind of know like, hey, if you're not there on Thursday the 6th, where are you? It's nice to know like, oh, wow, you're delivering water to the hurricane victims or whatever that is. Mm -hmm. That is a significant usage of this as well. Yeah. And it's funny, you're really great at asking questions and I'm maybe not as good at giving a full comprehensive explanation of our software sometimes, but you made me think of obvious things. So one thing you can do in our platform, which is really cool is you can, when a user logs in and they're a member of a corporate team, so they're an employee, they're going to go to the employer landing page. 
And that is the place where the company is telling their employees all the things about their program. Maybe they change it every month for whatever awareness month they want to highlight. Maybe they change the featured charity. Maybe they tell them some attributes of the programs or they ask them to get involved. The volunteer events that they or someone on their generosity committee or their volunteer champions have set up are all presented right there. So you want to go to a bike build that's on you know, June 1st and you click the button right there, you sign up for it. You can see all the other teammates that have signed up for it. You can call your friends and ask them to sign up for it. And then that goes into your phone and into your calendar and you know to go attend it. So one thing that companies do is set up the volunteer events for their employees to participate or they allow, there's role-based accesses. So you can give volunteer coordinators the ability to do that. And that's good regionally, right? Because if you're in multiple states, you might want to have some events going on in different states and people can participate. And then all of that, if you were to do on an HR side, if I was thinking as an HR person, sometimes they do like volunteer time off. So you get a certain number of hours that go toward PTO specifically for volunteering. And I think that's a great thing. It's a little of a compliance exercise, but it's a nice benefit to people who are volunteers and they use it. So we'll take that information and flow it right into your PTO tracker in your HR system. And I think one of the things you might be going for is, you know, we integrate with your HR and payroll system. So if, you know, obviously a driver of our platform is the HR roster comes in. And then you decide if you want to seed the wallets and then you invite everybody to provision their account and come in. So you don't have to do that if we're integrated. Once you load it in, we load it via API and we just update it every night with um, ads and terms. And um, another piece just to hit on it real quickly is people like this. Some people like to take a little bit out of every paycheck and put it into their wallet so they can give it away later, Mm. which makes it just a little easier to save the money to give at the end of the year or whenever they want to do to the cause that they really care about. And we do payroll deduction. You can enable that for your employees. And we would do that, of course, through integration with your payroll system. That's incredible. I didn't even think about that. How wonderful to be able to just tell your job, like, hey, do you mind just taking X amount every single paycheck and just let's start loading it into uncommon giving for me to disperse the way that I want to, or if I want to help Judy with what she's doing or whatever that is. Okay. Important question as we kind of start to close out of this interview is people who are listening, they're saying, how do I get this going? Like, what's the first step to have a meeting with someone from your team and start kind of exploring the option of bringing uncommon giving into their organization? Well, the easiest thing to do probably, to be honest with you, for this audience would just be to go to uncommongiving.com check out our website. You'll see a lot of the information we talked about today. Explore the platform a little bit. You'll get some resources. We've got a lot of blog information about easy ways to set up a program or the benefits of a program, reasons why you might want to do it. Again, we talked about different people, right? Some HR engagement culture types are looking for that authentic hook that's going to sort of change that transactional relationship between employee and employer in the distributed world in which we live. We think this is a pretty good idea and you're probably giving back anyway. So why don't you just use some of that charitable donation to toward employee engagement and support your employees and what they care about. And then there are other types that are really tasked with running a CSR program who are looking for an automated way to make sure they're doing it and can report on it and measure it and measure the impact. But uncommongiving.com, request a demo, or there's a lot of phone numbers on there, but we will reach out to you immediately when you hit that button. That is terrific. And, you know, I just can't help but tell one more story because as I think about this whole platform and here it is, I've been in the career world for 30 years. I want oh, close to 30 years anyway. We all have these different experiences that scream that, wow, if something like this was available, we could support each other in a bigger way. Quick story. And I only say this because it just makes, like to me, this service, this platform that you've created, that you're distributing here, 
I remember actually being at a fundraiser that had, I forget what it was about, but it was a golf tournament where they were raising a bunch of money. It wasn't for any one thing though, but it was by a very large company. And as I sat there, you know, we were like working the food and beverage part of the event. And one of the ladies that I was talking to, she's there with like three of her coworkers that she's worked with for like 15 or 20 years. And I had just met her. And in our conversation, we somehow, we got into this conversation about her son having leukemia and what it took and all the little miracles that happened for him to survive and how they found a match and all of these really awesome things. And for me, I was hearing it in real time, but can you believe that those other teammates that she's been working with for 15 years had no idea? One of them even wept because she was like, how did you not tell me that? How did you go through that so silently? And the reason why I tell this story is in my mind, that was back when she was in the thick of it. She kept it really close to her chest and she really dealt with it. But now she's doing so many things to help other families, right? And with a platform like yours, it would allow, you don't need to be just at some side conversation to find out what people are supporting or why it matters. Your platform is basically saying, hey, if you're in touch with something, if you know about something, now you have a place to say it and support it without asking anybody for handouts or anything. You're just saying, hey, this is why I'm doing it. This is where I'll be next Thursday. Hope you can come. And now you're being able to make a difference in a new way, again, through this kind of social workplace. Yeah. yeah, I love it. So I don't know. I just think that this one is an obvious one. I'm, I'm sure in all my interviews, this one, everyone's going, Warren's being such a piece of cake on this one. Well, I am. <laughs> this is God's work we're talking about. And what I love about this platform is it's inclusive to any business type. Again, you know, I just want to hit this one more time. Whether you have three employees or 3,000, this is something you can look into. So a lot of how many family-owned insurance agencies are there, accounting offices, they could actually call you and this could actually be something they do to build rapport and meaningfulness within their culture. No, that's exactly right. And I mean, you're hitting on it and, and it's just so fun to watch your face light up when you tell these emotional stories. And I, and I think that's kind of the reason why enabling this in the context of employment can be so valuable to the employee and to the employer. And it just is a fact. There's a neuroscience to giving. Doing something good for someone else is obviously great for the recipient of that good, but it's also great for the giver of that good. And there's studies everywhere that creates oxytocin, which is a happiness chemical. It, I was going to say it definitely promotes self-esteem because, you know, yeah. I've been a big brother for many years and I've also, you know, I was a CASA volunteer for a long time. And, you know, one of the things that you hear again and again is by taking action and doing for others that really will lift your spirit. So for parents out there that have teenagers, I mean, how great to hear that, wow, suddenly you might find out four or five things that you didn't know were going on that you could say, hey, kids, let's go and do this thing. It would be a great activity. If you're being a softie on me and people can accuse you of that, it's fine, but you keep leading <laughs> me into another thing. So I will tell you just one other hook that's a kind of cool familial thing. So sure. you set up an account and uncommon, and then you've got this giving account. You can set them up for your children and you can transfer from your account to your children's account and sort of start that lifetime of generosity you know, if that was important to you, you could do that kind of easy. And then they can start keeping their history with your money, but, you know, sort of get that active giving and receive those same benefits you're talking about. I love it. Well, with that, Andy, number one, thank you so much. You know, you and I met at the Paycor event. I love knowing 
about the partnership there because it's helping you access mm -hmm. as many companies as you can that really care. And what a great organization that is. Let's for sure keep in touch. I will definitely want to be introducing you to a few companies that I can think of. And I'm just happy that we got to share this. And if you're listening, man, reach out and explore this. I do think that the benefit to what you care about and more important, what your people care about can change the culture of your company in a big way. So Andy Howell, thank you. I'll add all your information in the show notes. So if you want to reach out to Andy, I'll also have his LinkedIn in the profile here for the show. So thank you so much. Thank you, Andy. Can't thank you enough, Warren. I really appreciate it. This was fun. Take care. Bye. Take care. Bye. Check us out next week for another fun and growth-minded episode of Pitch Podcast, where companies join us to share their solutions with the world. Sign up for our mailing list to learn more about our upcoming events at OGGN.com.